Hi, so this is another mock draft. I'm here with Yanni. How you doing? What's up? What's up, everyone? So, um, so we made some predictions in the beginning of the year on who we think was going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Player, and then all the different divisions. And so I wanted to jump back with you, and you probably don't really remember much of like who, was, who we predicted, but see like who we think is going to win it now, and then just kind of look back on what we thought. So Offensive yeah, Rookie of the Year, who is it? Who would I, I have? I honestly don't remember any of these predictions, and I'm, so I'm curious to see what my dumb brain thought like <laughs> two months ago compared to like where the actual season's gone, because I know it's got to be very wrong. Um, You know, so I'm looking at it now. It, it's definitely wrong, but it's not horrible. Try to guess. We'll try to guess who you think's going to win it now, now that we're like midway through the season. Uh, I'm trying to think of who... Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, the rookie jumping out, like, that I'm thinking of, like, Herbert's been playing well, and Burrow's playing well, and Chase Claypool from Pittsburgh's been really good. So, like, that's like a, a throw, like a weird throw-in one. But did I say Burrow? You said Burrow. Uh, no, you yeah. did not. I said Joe Burrow. Um, I'm thinking oh. it's going to be Justin Herbert, to be honest, at this point. Not... I think Joe Burrow's playing better, but like Herb Herbert, you know I love Justin Herbert. He's been throwing these like dimes that are just like highlight real plays that just look so. Yeah. They're exciting. He's exciting. I'm pretty sure he's like he has better. Uh, like right now, like I think his stats might be better than Burrow's. Justin Herbert. Yeah. I. They're they're I'm, close. I think everyone I've like. All the people who like really go through all the analysis, they say Joe Burrow's playing better, but Justin Herbert's stats are are Justin Herbert's. He just looks better. He's just right, which which I agree, and I think he's got a. a he has that a, arm. He's six foot six, so he has seventeen touchdowns, five interceptions. Damn, and he has sixty seven percent. He's fun to watch too. He is. It's just that their defense has been so disgustingly bad that they just keep blowing these games for him i mean it makes for close games so like when you're watching like and it's not your team you always want to see a close game so that makes it kind of you know exciting usually when you're watching the chargers this year but at the same yeah. time you're like oh wow they're blowing another lead like burrow has 11 touchdowns 11 touchdowns five interceptions 67 so percentage wise they're both like a bit under 70 percent, which is fantastic it's just that Herbert's throwing for a ton of touchdowns, which is like I think that's kind of why people why he's so fun. Um, yeah. But you don't remember who you picked? No, I don't even. You had Clyde edwards helaire I which was a great pick. It, the only reason I didn't pick that one was I, I wanted to be a little bit different. But also, they usually even if the running back plays well, they always give it to the quarterback. They they give them like a um a handicap basically. I point. think I, I if I remember it, I think I might have tried to pick like a just something different that wasn't Burrow because I think I would have said like knowing me, I probably was like gonna say Burrow, and I just didn't want to like have them both be the same, so I threw another name out there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's I I mean he's playing like well in his role, but he's not putting up like gaudy numbers. So I mean that's he he definitely won't win it, but I mean he's had a good rookie year. Yeah, it'll Yeah, he he's definitely the honestly, future. Though, I don't know why I said that cuz like the Chiefs run game like it was not bad last year obviously, but like they it wasn't like outrageous numbers where he could have like 
maybe one <laughs> offensive rookie. That was that was a weird pick by me. <laughs> I mean, I think you wanted to go for a running back, and it made the most sense. They have a good, they have a good O line, you know, great play calling with co- all the coaches and like. I just... think he's he's probably doing better than any of the receivers coming, like because. The, Justin Jefferson, Jerry, Judy, C.D. Lamb are like the big three, and I, I feel like they've all had like you know they've been fine, but again like nothing out, no outrageous performances. They've been receivers, to be honest. Like nothing, I, you know. They're I know we've crazy, com- you yeah, know, like like numbers like we've seen some like you know years from wide receivers like I'm thinking like A.J. Brown Julio, last year, Julio and and Antonio Brown like in the last you know. Yeah, I guess that's that's been a while now, but still, like, like they've each had like ridiculous seasons. Like, I think they would have. They're not doing that, but yeah, they're all doing a good job though for the most part. They're good. I I never we we've discussed this. I never like drafting wide receivers that early, not because they don't do well. It's just I feel like like the Jags, for instance, they've um obviously you know all their troubles drafting and stuff, but whenever they draft a receiver, he's always kind of a success. Like they never screw it up. And they can always get him in the second round. Like, we got Allen Robinson, DJ Chark, and LaVisca Chenault all in the second round. They've all been yeah. great. And just, it's just, I, I don't feel like you need a top 10 pick to get, you know, a, a wide receiver one. But yeah. that's just that's just me. Um, okay, so defensive rookie of the year. Um, this one, we I, I think you know which one we picked. We both picked yeah, the same one. We both said Chase Young, right? Yeah, because there there yeah. wasn't there was no like solid corner. There wasn't a solid safety. Well, there was Isaiah Simmons, but like we were all he's he hasn't done well at all. No. If if we would have said him, if he would be doing amazing, we would have been said. We would have asked ourselves how we could how we forgot about the like the speedy uh, linebacker slash safety slash everything, but. Now that he sucks, it's it's a different story. It's well, I mean, it's one one year with no mini camp, so I, that's hard to judge any of these rookies this year. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Who who do you think is gonna win it though this year? Um, I, are, yeah, I know Chase Young's missed some games, so I don't know if his like stats are even good enough. But I think the only other Patrick Queen, the linebacker from. He's actually Ravens. played pretty bad. I, mean, I know he's doing well. He's is not. He's he's not. He's I, I he's getting tackles, game, so but like he's missing a lot more than he's making. Like there, he's. I think he's. I think he statistically is leading the league in tackles. Statistically, I he's I mean, good, not, but not like the eye test, he's been a little. He's he's missed a lot. The linebackers okay. this year have all been bad. Isaiah Simmons. I, uh, right. him and I forget the other guy's name, but Kenneth Murray haven't been great. They've just been, which playing linebacker is a tough position. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah I guess I honestly like yeah I just I saw like something about Queen like you know having a lot of tackles, so I assumed he's doing well. But I actually surprisingly haven't seen a lot of Ravens games this year, even though I've been watching the Red Zone most weeks, so I get to see a bit of everyone. I guess that just kind of shows that they've been. I know they've been like they're winning, but like it, it sounds like they're just not the same as last year. So it seems like they're struggling a little bit. So I guess maybe that's part of the reason. But yeah, 
It'll be... what's next. Okay, so, yeah. And I think Jace Young, I was thinking about it. I'm pretty sure, even though he's missed a bunch, like, we were right to say there was no one coming out of nowhere. Like, Jeff Okuda is not really If I had a guess right now, I'd say he probably gets it just off of name recognition, unless someone is statistically, like, you know... Not really. A lot of tackle at the end of the year, and then they may throw it like you know. There's a couple good safeties, but like nothing. There's no Derwin James like ask. That's like just so incredible. Like you have to give it to. I think, Mm -hmm. um, the best corner statistically speaking, um, is Jalen Johnson. I want to say his name is out of uh, playing for the Chicago Bears, drafted in the second round, and you know you could honestly make the. you could easily make the uh, argument that he's only doing really well because Kyle Fuller, the other cornerback on the other side, is like taking over the wide receiver one. So right, he's right. doing good, but he's not getting the tough assignment like, for instance, Okuda, C.J. Henderson, some of these others are. So, all right. So MV, um, or sorry, defensive player of the year. Who who do we think is gonna win it? Who'd we say before? Uh, well, I'll give you a hint. We're, we're definitely... We said the same guy. We're definitely wrong. Oh, did we say Bosa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which was a which good Bosa, guess. Though? Which Bosa did we say? Yeah. They're both hurt, so... <laughs> it was a good guess. Like, it really was. I mean, if he was still there, I'm sure he'd be killing it. It's just... You know, he's did out. we say Nick or Joey, though? We said Nick Bosa. Both Nick okay. Bosa. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. we assumed Joey Bosa would be out by now so just fair but just got the wrong i mean if you're a bosa you're bound to get injured like i i mentioned this before to you like i know like it's very sad like he he has so much potential he's doing so well and then he has the acl tear but 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 the reason why um he opted out of his last year in college was basically because he was having a season-ending surgery and just figured to just not finish it like just I, or I, I forget the whole thing. I don't want to, like, speak. But, like, he kind of... I, he, he, he's a... I guess, to take back what I said, he has injury concerns, you know? It's nothing yeah. unexpected. He does. Yeah, he's, he's had a history. No. But still, still really good when he's on the field. So, I mean, if you... Both of them, I think. Oh, yeah. You could say the same thing. So, yeah, honestly, that was... I, I will stand by that. Maybe Miles Garrett. Season, so, too, uh, with... It, it seems like because of covid virus uh killing like otas and any like form of preseason i feel like there's been more injuries than normal i don't know if that's actually the case it just feels that way um so anyone getting hurt or like missing time because like they got put on the covid list or something you just kind of you can't foresee that like with predictions so yeah um who who is like the top? I think Miles Garrett. I was trying to think like. Uh, I I'm assuming T.J. Watt just because I know he was in the mix uh, last year. I didn't think he was. So, he's been like doing amazing though this year. I, I thought know. he won like Defensive Player of the Month. Um, I'm looking it up months. now. I'm getting Aaron Donald. He has been playing really well. Aaron Donald too. I, I would say it's either T.J. Watt or Aaron Donald. I, I have Garrett, too. You could throw in there. Those would be the three that you probably end up. Just considering how much they dominate the game. Yeah. Yeah, they're... they're... I, don't, I don't think there's a corner having, like, a sneaky good year like uh, 
Gilmore like, had last year. So I'm assuming he'll probably be some sort of interior guy. Yeah, it's just I'm looking at like what they say on the chart. Um, yeah, Aaron Donald. You're right, actually. T.J. Watts like looked at Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack. It's I think. The thing is, I think people are sick of giving it to Aaron Donald. However, he, he in my opinion, and he's the best player. And he as, it's, it's, he's just honestly, really good. like it's one of those things that does happen sometimes. Like I know with the NBA, like they've kind of turned the MVP into like a rotating award. Like they don't like to give it, and sometimes that happens with other rewards. So like they may they may not want to give it to Donald again, but it doesn't change the fact that he's the best defensive player year in and year out. Yeah, yeah, you're. I mean, you're right. Um, offensive player of the year. Who who's probably gonna win that one? Uh, probably. I mean, I Mahomes, right? I you know you actually have Mahomes winning it. Yeah. I don't see. I just, they're they're just so good. <laughs> I I always assume offensive player of the year can't be a quarterback though. I feel like the MVP goes to the quarterback. O P O Y. Goes to the well, player. Some, I, they get them both sometimes. I mean, really? sometimes they do split it up. It just depends. If another player has a good year, then they might, like, give the quarterback the all-encompassing award and then, like, throw it to, like, a running back or a receiver for the offensive player of the year. But So I was wrong on this one. Ty, I said Tyreek Hill. I, I'm actually – I think it's going to be um, Alvin Kamara because he's single-handedly been the um, New Orleans offense. Yeah, especially with Michael Thomas. I mean, at this point, what has he played? Like one game, two games when we're recording this? So, like, that's a huge yeah. workload that Kamara has, like, taken on. So, And um, as a fantasy owner, I've, I've seen his numbers are always just top-notch. Like, And he's good. He's really he – does, he does a good job. Like, they definitely overpaid a running back. But he's the type of running back that you kind of want to overpay because he makes up for – he just does so many he, things. He gets but... involved in the passing game so much. I think that's the type of guy that you'd want. You, you're, you're, he's used so differently in so many different ways in the offense sometimes that you can justify that you know decision. Yeah, and but I think not, having a smart QB makes him look better. Running backs, though, Dalvin Cook. Oh, I forgot Dalvin Cook. Been yeah, killing it. So I could see him yeah. ending like you know up being in the conversation at least. I forgot all about him. You're and, right. Uh, Metcalf, DK Metcalf has been yeah. putting up big numbers. So, I mean, I guess you could say Russell Wilson, too, if you're talking, like, throwing another quarterback in. So th- that leads us to MVP. Who, who's The leader's um, probably Russell Wilson at this point. I think maybe, um, what's his name, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray are, like, seconds. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to say this just feels like going into it, too, where everyone was, like, at the beginning of the year, they're like, huh. Russell Wilson hasn't won an MVP, and I feel like they kind of set the narrative early. You know what I mean? And he always puts up big numbers, and so I think this is going to be the year that they give him the MVP. Uh, and yeah. not like that doesn't that makes it sound like it's like undeserving that they're just throwing it at him. I think he's having a really good year, so it makes sense. And it also I just think it's one of those things that he's had some good years in the past where he didn't get it because there were other good players. So I think if they have the chance to give it to him, they're gonna. He'll probably win it. I'm gonna get uh, shit for saying this, but like, um, what's his name? Um, Lamar Jackson won it last year, and he he had a great breakout season. 
But Russell Wilson was the better quarterback. If you ask any like um, oh, yeah. any scout, I like mean, who would you rather have, Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson? Like Russell, first of all, Russell's dealing with a horrible offensive line. He can throw it much, much, much better, and he can still run a bit when he needs to. Like he's just a better. Yeah. He's so elusive too. Like even when even when his line lets you know D lineman through. Like, he rarely gets sacked because he's able to get away and slip away. And whether he actually takes off for a run or he just throws it away or makes a play downfield, like, he can do all three. So it's like even when you look, it looks like he's going to get sacked, he turns it into some sort of other play where Lamar is, I mean, I like him a lot and I think he is good, but he was in a system where they're running the ball and hiding his arm strength that still needs to be, you know, developed more. Obviously, he can be killer with his legs, and he, he was last year. But, um, I mean, with the way they're struggling this year, he's definitely not in the, the conversation. So Yeah, he's just – and part of that is, like, they their offensive line isn't where it was before. And just – they're – I don't know. They're not as – They're just – their run game just isn't the same – either i mean i think it's so odd well, they're missing two starters from Dobbins, last year and i know they lost ingram but like that's it but like a little here for some he's been out with an injury for a couple weeks but like it's a running back like some good backs there too with lamar like it should work but i think their offense is just predictable yeah because well you know he's he's only gonna throw it when like they're wide open and if you can cover him pretty good you're fine and right. someone and mentioned this a while ago, this week oh, that he was saying, or I think it was this week earlier in the week, he was saying that teams are like calling out the plays at the line of scrimmage, like the opposing defenses. Yep. Like they know what they're gonna run, and and I think it's I don't even think that's like a cheating thing because my mind immediately went there. Like, are they gonna accuse like teams of you know like cheating or something and like learning the playbooks or whatever? But like, I, I'm not sure. It could be one thing. Also, could be just because the stadiums don't have fans and it's quieter. Like, people may be overhearing things in the huddle. That's a possibility. But I think they just, like, you kind of know what you're gonna they're going to do. Like you said, he's, he's not going to throw it that far down the field. So you can bring a lot of pressure in to boot and stop the run game because you don't need as many guys in the backfield. You just want to spread the people out and, like, kind of stay around. So then you have to make him kind of go lateral. And then he's right. going to have trouble. And as long as you cover the people decently well, like, he's not going to make a pass. Like, you don't have to worry about that. Like It's going to be tough for him. I mean, he's got to, I mean, he can He needs a wide open guy to just, nice. like, dump it in for, right. to make the pass. Right. It's, and he's just, yeah. I mean, when they said that, I think people initially were like, you know, the offensive coordinator's not good. And I'm thinking, well, I, I don't know. I think maybe it's just, he, you can't do as much with Lamar. Last year, though? What? Do they have a different coordinator than last year? No, same one, Greg Roman. Very right, good. So can't, yeah, he, that's what I thought. So you can't complain about the coordinator because last year they had the best team in the AFC. He won MVP, and I mean, I think people just know how to yeah. stop him now. It's not. It, this wasn't. This was never rocket science. It was just a very good athlete. But once you, if you can't develop his like his arm, then you're gonna kind of know what to do. Like it's just. Right. And he could develop. He could get more accurate, and it just hasn't happened yet. And because of that, I'm just – I think that's why they're, they've are they been a little bit worse. But um, anyway, so I, I had Minshew, which that's that's not happening. Um, it was good. 
good uh like hope. Coach I of the guess. year. So what, what did we have after MVP? Was it the last one? No, um, so we have Coach of the Year. And okay. then we go through um, the divisions. Who did you say? Uh, same one as you. I'm going to know who you said. I don't even remember who I said. Uh, Yanni, it's not that hard. Oh, I said Belichick, right? Yeah, I yeah. That, I was assuming that we, the Patriots were going to be decent still and that everyone would be sucking his dick. So They're really uh, pretty decent for how many opt-outs they have and like how much... How crappy they're, um... I think maybe given a normal year where they had those defensive players, maybe then that defense being a little stronger would have helped out. Because we were in some close games, so maybe if there's some defensive difference, maybe some other teams don't score as many points, and then it's, you know, whatever. Because I think there's only been a couple games where we've been, like, blown out. So, they're a well-coached uh, team with just not a lot of players. That's that's really yeah, all. So, but, it's but not Belichick a big problem. Get it though, obviously, without a, with a bad record. But Belichick disciple Brian Flores. I think if the Dolphins keep winning, he for sure gets it. Yeah, Flores. Flores. I mean, it's hard to go from zero and three. What was it? He like zero and three, and now he's five and three, or zero and two, five and. He he's done amazing. He's looks. He just looks yeah, great. I, mean, I think I think they won like two or three games last year. So, and he's already at like five. So it's pretty, it's already, he's already doubled his win total from last year. I'm pretty sure. So that's, you know. And the best part is you can't even point to like one single player. Like two is not great. The O-line isn't fantastic. The wide, Devontae Parker, I have him in fantasy. He never does anything. And then their defense, like there's no one good player. It's just like they all work well as a group. He just coaches them up well. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. I think he, he brought in Kyle Van Noy and some other, like, Patriots players, too. And I think that kind of helped because he's got this, like, he's instilling, like, a good culture down there. Um, I think having Ryan Fitzpatrick really helps, too. Obviously, everyone rallied around him. You yeah. have that he got, you know, benched when he was playing well, and it's not like he played his way out of the job, so that's a little sad. But uh, obviously, Tua came in shaky first game but got the win and then he looked good in the second game so i mean that's a good sign for them if they can keep rolling like that so yeah i, I say they probably keep rolling i don't know if they'll make the playoffs as a wild card team because it seems like there could be some other teams like that are they're going to be in the mix for that might be around the same like win i you're, win you're right like win number so yeah. um i'm not sure if they'll make it or not but i think he probably gets coach of the year if they end up with you know a good record. Even honestly, even if they get to nine wins, like there's a chance that he could win it, depending on who, like the top teams are. Because I think like right now, like obviously the Steelers are still undefeated at this point, so you kind of maybe have to give it to like Tomlin. I'm looking at the games they play. They're playing Chargers, Broncos, Jets, Bengals for the next five weeks. I mean, honestly, that's a lot of winnable games. That's Probably every single one of those is a winnable game. What? They could win all five of those games realistically. Yeah, I don't... Honestly, then it gets a little tricky with the Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills, but... I mean, but if they win those five, five games, they, they win ten. ten. Wins, right? Yeah, and so, like, I... So even if they close out on a three-game losing, like, you know, losing streak, that doesn't change the fact it's a ten-win team off of picking number one last year, so that would be an instant coach of the year. Yeah, I, I think... I think they win. I mean, I, I think they go to the playoffs, to be honest. I yeah. mean... Oh, one thing I just thought of, I know this is, like, random now where we moved, but we didn't do Comeback Player of the Year 
in the predictions because I think we just kind of like didn't, you know, we talked about it. Idea. No, we talked like, about it. Be. We just didn't write it down. Oh, okay. yeah, that's what I mean. Like we talked, but we didn't like make like real predictions because it was kind of just like too random to even throw out. We were like, I don't even know who it could be. But yeah. Alex Smith probably gets it now that he's actually like back and playing football. That's who we predicted, but Did yeah. We? Yeah, we oh, predicted smart. Alex Smith because well, he was a third stringer, and we I I think I might have said it, and then you kind of like agreed, but like I mean, I, him walking was already like comeback player of the year. That's what I was gonna say. Like all he has to do is play, and like I don't see anyone else who could like. He was the most obvious choice. Like just him being on the yeah. field was amazing. I mean, yeah, from I going almost any, dying. I can't even think of anyone that had a big injury last year that's like come back this year. You could. You could always make the argument Big Ben, but that's, um... I mean, I mean he had that whole YouTube documentary. You can't do that. It's not fair to everyone. He's always playing as a comeback. I mean, next year, there's going to be a lot of options for that, though. Technically. Oh, yeah, so that's true. guys that got hurt this year, like, at the beginning, that basically missed, like, the whole year. Like, guys like the Bosa's and, like, Saquon um, going out early, like, they technically could, you know they have good years next year like they could get it and then obviously um derwin Der- I mean, yeah derwin's been hurt for like two years so i think if he comes back and plays good then that would i think he probably instantly gets it just because he's missed so much time and yeah. then um i was gonna say who was i gonna gap obviously that was a really bad injury so if he comes back next year and has like a decent season for whoever he's playing for whether it's the cowboys or you know someone else it's gonna be uh, the cowboys right too I don't see them. It's going to be the Cowboys. I mean, I don't see them like getting a quarterback, especially about after like how abysmal they look with all these other backups. Like, I don't. They're not getting Lawrence. They're not getting Fields. I don't think they are. I mean, I'd be surprised if they. I mean, I guess it all depends on where they end. Yeah. The year, you know. As of right now, I, they're not in the position to get one of those guys. So unless they really like. Um, some of those second tier quarterbacks that they could get away with taking the first round, I guess. Then I'm not really, you know, they they might just pay Dak and like on a one year though, and not give him the big deal and and to be safe and just kind of like go for it. But yeah, one thing I can tell you is that the Dallas Cowboys will not be in the playoff hunt in the <laughs> NFC, even though their division is just. Horror. The worst football I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so bad. And we watch FSU football weekly, so that's saying something. Yeah, wait, let's save this for once we hit the divisions, okay? All right, all right. We're, we're, we're at 26 minutes, so I'm going to try to go more rapid speed. So it's all not right, too yeah, too long for all. the year predictions real quick. Okay, first AFC East. Um, who, um, who do you think is probably going to win it now? Uh, Bills Mafia, definitely. Yeah, I'd I Bills be, too. I'd be surprised if they lose out to the Dolphins. Yeah, in the division. it could it happen. Very hard. I think they've Bills have. They're seven and two. You've set yourself up basically perfectly at the midway point of the year. Uh, it'd be hard for them to not win the division at this point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I'd Bills. You'd Pats. Um, AFC North. North. Uh, I mean. Steelers, like, no doubt. Do you remember our predictions? Browns? <laughs> no, no, we, oh. we, we weren't that crazy. Oh, all right. 
<laughs> we said Ravens then. You said Ravens. I, I, this was my dark horse. I put the Steelers, which not to like pat myself on the back, but it. I oh, I remember now. I said I said it could go either way. I said I was going to go with the Ravens just because they obviously they were coming off as the defending AFC North champions from the year before, and I didn't know how Ben was going to look coming off surgery. You but you had the smarter pick. I kind of just went with gamble. the hipster you, pick. You ended up winning the coin flip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even think it was a coin. Like the Ravens were heavily favored. Like I would have been. And obviously, it's not over. I think if you looked at them, like it was a coin flip, just because like they would have been a good team last year if they had anyone but big head Mason Rudolph at quarterback and Duck Hodges. <laughs> like. They, that was that that was it right there. If they had been in last year, they probably would have. They, I, I mean, they for sure would have been in the playoffs. I think they were so. Oh, their quarterback play was just so horrendous. All right, AFC yeah, West. That's what it was. Um, I'll give you a hint. We had this this one. There was no sleepers on here. The Raiders for the AFC West. <laughs> yeah, no, I know we picked the Chiefs. <laughs> that, that's kind of a gimme, like. It's like the Pats. You just gotta, um, gotta yeah. go with them. Until they start losing, you, you pick the Chiefs every year from this point on. <laughs> yeah. Um, AFC South. So, um, so like for the AFC North, I, I kind of like patted myself on the back. This, I, I feel like an idiot for picking. You said Houston, didn't you? Yep, and I actually convinced you to pick Houston. Because you were planning on taking, like, the Titans or Colts. And I'm like, no. Houston, like, they always win it. They're going to win it. I can't believe I didn't stick with the Titans. I know I said the Titans at first. I remember that conversation. That yeah, you you were you you had the smart answer. Like, I, I was... Yeah. Shouldn't have let me talk you in. They technically, they just dropped out after Thursday Night Football. Um, so, for this week, well, they're not winning the division. But they are definitely in it still, so... They're, I would say, yeah. honestly, though, they, they're scaring me because they had Brett Kern go down, and now their special teams, like, they, they can't punt now, we learned this week. They had a FedEx driver punting. I, I didn't even watch that. Wait, Steve are they Kowski still? Is, like, he, he's going to probably get cut soon. Troy Aikman was, like, basically on the broadcast said, I wonder how long Mike Grable is going to stop, like, being, like, a friend because he's a former teammate and cut him. Because he's just kicking so inconsistently. I don't know if there's anyone out there that's better is the only thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to say the Titans, but they're scaring me. They've let so many bad teams put up big points on them, too, so their defense is so shaky. Might have to go Colts, even though Phil Rivers, like, is Phil Rivers? scares me. <laughs> I can't believe the Jags beat the Colts. That's just, that's amazing if you think about it. They had that week one momentum of they hadn't lost a million games and been demoralized yet, so they really brought it to them. Yeah, we um, yeah, that it's on. It's pretty sad. Um, I wonder what they are. Um, who's in the AFC South? Who's? I don't even know who's leading now. It's the Colts. It's the Colts. After, yeah, but they have the tied record with the. The Titans, it's just that since they beat them this week, now they have the tiebreaker for the moment. But I think they've only played each other. That was the first time. Yeah. So it's kind of that's kind of up in the air. So that's why I said I don't really know who to trust. But based off of last night, I'm going to say the Colts, just because I feel like they they have less inconsistencies at the moment. But there's plenty of time for the Titans to tidy things up come the playoffs. To so, tighten up. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yes. 
All right. My, um, my, one of my two adoptive yeah. teams, just because Brave my ball. team's not looking hot this year. All right, NFC South. Who's um, gonna win it first? I I have no idea. Oh, who did we say the Buccaneers? We said two different things, but before I say our predictions, what did what who is likely to win it? Because I I have no idea. Well, right now it's the Saints are at the top of the division. Okay. Um, and I mean the Buccaneers to to win the division at this point, they're gonna have to have a better record than the Saints since they blew this second matchup last week. Oh yeah. So they don't even they don't have any chance for a, a coin flip on like a you know split series. So that's true. Um, or whatever, however they do it, I guess they go by like your other division wins or whatever. But either way, Saints have a definite tiebreaker over the Buccaneers. So. I would, have, you know, what, I'm gonna say Saints at this point because they're both winning, so I'm sure it's gonna come down to that in the end. So um, you actually predicted Saints. I predicted Tampa. Okay, I was gonna say I know I was, I wanted to be hesitant about Tampa, just because it was a lot of name power. I'm proud of us for not picking Atlanta Falcons. How they looked, which they've looked good. It's just not against the Saints. <laughs> Yeah, they well they had that one like I think it was against the Giants where they almost lost. They did, yeah. The Giants game got a little too dicey, and the Bears somehow were able to beat them. That was the whole Brady not like the four, four timeouts at the end. Like, that was so weird. Shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's again though they still they the defense made the stops against the Giants when they had to. Uh, their offense really hasn't had any issues outside of the second Saints game for the most part. They've put up decent numbers. I think they had a little bit of a rough go against Carolina when they played them. That's what they're playing this week, so it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. But, um, yeah, uh, Antonio Brown got – did he just ruin the team with his presence? Mm, be, yeah, you're probably – I mean, yeah – I don't know. It's anyways the NFC West. Um, yeah, we both said Seattle was gonna win. Um, I think they're favored still. Like the Rams, they have a hard schedule coming up. Cardinals, I don't think. I think they started out strong, but they're good. They're not great. I think the thing is, is they realistically it's Seattle's be a defense, open, but I don't think the Rams can get it done. And I think the Seahawks are too far ahead. Actually, wait. What's the Cardinals? Cardinals are five and three. They're only a game behind Seattle, and they already beat them once. Yeah, so they're Honestly, not. They, Cardinals really could. I'll, I'll stick with Seattle, but there, I talked about the Titans' defense worrying me. Seattle's defense, I, I, it's not even a concern. Like it is a, it's an or like a question. It's an actual like concern. Their defense is so bad. Everyone gets into a shootout with them. It's just that their offense is so good that they're able to pull them out. But I, I don't know if that's gonna fly come come the playoffs. They're, unless they get a good lucky string together, it's going to be tough for them. I know I know Seattle always does well. and you know I, I don't want to put any doubt on them, but does anyone ever look at like the head coach and the like the um the general manager and say like their best player is Russell Wilson and he's amazing and he carries that team because the O line's complete crap. I know DK Metcalf's been very good, and um, the other wide receiver's pretty good um, on the Lock other end. Very good, yeah. yeah, but just, other than some off games, just because of he takes you know 
but the line's the bad. There's no existent. star tight end. The the defensive line is non-existent. The corners, I know they have the Griffin brothers, but like uh, I know he, and he had a Pro Bowl last year, but he's not that great. Like he's not I mean, he's, anything to write home about. Second year player, like I'd say he's good, but there's yeah, Bobby he, Wagner. He's got a lot of holes in defense still. Yeah, sure. there's there's they, Bobby they, Wagner. They've, that's they've it. They've shifted their focus from when they were in the Super Bowl and and won it. Um, where it was really all defense, and I mean, at the time, Wilson was very good, but he wasn't this good, I would say. And they they really rode uh, Marshawn and the run game a lot. Oh, I forgot they, they had, have Jamal they had Adams. The passing game a little, but now they've totally they've tried to bring people in at running back, and I feel like, I mean, Chris Carson's good, but like he's been hurt this year, and I feel like they've had so many injuries at running back that it, they've been on like. A rotation where at first they were trying to find a Marshawn replacement and they were rotating through a lot of guys and now they're just rotating through because there's been a lot of injuries and so they really don't get that going consistently and they do like they you know they'll have games where they run the ball well but it's not like as dominant as it used to be and they're really more of a passing team now so they've just completely flipped like their identity you know within these last like eight years or whatever it is yeah are they yeah it'll Hopefully, we'll see what happens. I mean, are they realistic Super Bowl contenders? No. Nah. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, I, I about I, Jamal I mean, Adams though. I I keep forgetting. Gonna, like I feel like you gotta consider like if we're looking at these top teams right now. Yeah. I would say out of their division, they're the most realistic. And then I guess you're comparing them to the Saints, who have you know struggled to get over the hump for a long time. The Buccaneers, who are who are like, you know, still new, and obviously after last week, it seems like maybe they have some things to work out a little more. And then the Packers, who also have, you know, really struggled to get over the hump, because obviously the NFC East teams, no one's a serious Super Bowl threat. So I mean, I'd say they're in the mix, but I don't really know this year. I think on both sides, it's going to be interesting to see how it ends up. I think on the other side, it's interesting because you know the Chiefs are probably really in there, and then you have the Steelers. Yeah. But like. I feel, but then after that, it kind of drops off. I feel like the NFC, there's, you know, you have like four teams, like I just said, that could, you know, I could realistically see all of them going on a run yeah. and winning. I, I mean, I, yeah. It, it's honestly, it's been, it's very open, and I, I like this year. Other than, um, it's been exciting. Jags. Definitely yeah. has. Oh, NFC East. Um, so, who do you think is going to win it? Uh, I'm thinking Eagles right now. I mean, Eagles have it now. I I, I got to go with them. Redskins could surprise. I mean, it's it's not that hard to surprise, but yeah. I mean, I guess if out with Alex Smith in, maybe changing things because they seem to be playing better. I don't know if it translated to any wins. To be honest, I can't remember. But since they switched from Haskins, it seems like they're they were playing a little better. Um. And, I mean, I think last week Alex Smith came in and, you know, they looked fine. Um, so, I mean, I don't really trust them. I'd say Philly's proven it in the past that they can they can arise through the mud. I think that's that's what happened last year. Yeah. Um, and I, I think having, unfortunately, we've talked about this before, for some reason, so many NFC East primetime games, um, and specifically two, like, interdivision matchups, I, I can't believe I've watched as many games of them I have. It's disgusting. But out of all of those teams, having seen them, Philly, 
looks like the best team. They look like the most confident, which is not saying much. But no, the thing is, like, if Daniel Jones can just play a little bit better, like the Giants, they they, they would be. They're they, fourth, they and they could be. really they could win it all. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something. It's just they just have to put it together. And if they had Saquon too, I feel like they they struggled to run the ball at the beginning of the year. They may have gotten it going a little more. Or maybe at least rotated and switched to him, you know, maybe getting used in the passing, short passing game more. But it's yeah, it's tough. They because they do, they definitely have potential. And I, Daniel Daniel Jones, when I watch him, I see so many good things, and then he does so many bad things. But to be honest, I feel like that watching Carson Wentz sometimes. Yeah. So that's why, honestly, like it could go either way. But I'm just gonna lean Philly just because they've had more experience winning the last few years. I hate Wentz, but, like, I, I take him as my quarterback. Like, he makes enough, a lot of crappy plays, but he makes so many good throws, like, where you just kind of have to, you have, like, in, what is it called? Like, you, um, uh, where you forget everything, like, um. Short-term memory? Yeah, but what's the, um. Oh, the, like, it's the dementia or Alzheimer's. No, no, um, we're, uh, oh, my God, I don't know why I can't think of it, um. I'm sorry, I have to look it up because I know there was um, amnesia. Oh, <laughs> it, I feel like I've amnesia, like because I just keep forgetting like what um the crap play he did, but he just he's so good. He just he really is. He really is something special. Um, I I had Cowboys winning. That's definitely not happening. Even see, even with Dak, it wasn't gonna happen. You could see. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I they would have been in it again like last year. I think because of the division so bad, but um, it would have been tough because they they did just look bad even with him. Yeah, and um, we finally we have the NFC North predictions now. Who do you think is gonna win that? I I think Packers probably comfortably. Yeah, I don't see Vikings. I think because really the Bears right. are frauds. Uh, if they if they win they the thing with the Bears is too. I remember at one point I think. A couple, like one or two weeks ago, they had a loss, and I was like, "How are they? Like, how have they won?" Oh, I think it was last week. I was like, "How are they a five-win team?" And I looked, and I looked at their schedule, and I was like, "They are gonna probably end up as a ten-win team at the end of things." So, just because of who they play, um, but their offense is so so bad. It's just that their defense is back to being really good again. So, I mean, if they put it together enough and can manage the game on offense, they're actually, like, there is a reason that they've won five games at this point. But uh, I don't trust them at all, so I'm definitely going to say Packers. And I think the Vikings, like, they are so weird because they have potential to be good, but I think they just started off so bad that they're a little too far behind the eight ball at this point for the division. Yeah, I don't... Green Bay looks really good. I'm looking at the score. Green Bay 6-2. and two. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Minnesota's they're three and five now, and they probably won yeah. the last like few games. They're just um, what, what I'm looking at their score now. Yeah, they beat the Lions, and then they actually beat the Packers the week before. So man, right. I mean, um, if they keep winning their division games, that's that's big. But I'm, it'll be interesting. Definitely, the Lions are, are no. They're not not in it. They're not. I actually had no. them being sneaky good, but. I don't know. I haven't really watched enough to know what their problem is, but on paper they look good. They have Matthew Stafford, like a franchise quarterback. 
They have Kenny Galladay. They drafted a first-round tight end, which that never goes wrong. Um, and they have a pretty good, know, really good O-line. He's actually been really good. He has? Yeah. In the I, passing game, he's been big, especially since Galladay's missed so much time. And he's actually going to miss this week again. So he's only played four games on the year, which means that their receiving core has been, you know, Marvin Jones Jr., Danny Amendola. And then I want to say they have another rookie, like, running around out there. So, like, Hawkinson's been a big part of the offense. I know they have a guard that's been really good. Um, They drafted, like, third or fourth, probably fourth or fifth round, I'm guessing. Maybe third? But that that's all I really know. I, I think their defense struggles. Like, they don't have a pass rush. They don't have, um, they drafted a corner third overall. And like the oh, issue with Ohio drafting, State, cor- right? what? The Ohio State one. Yeah. The issue, yeah. like, I, I think corner is a very important position. When you have two amazing corners, just makes your defense so much better. Just all around makes it easier. Oh, yeah. It's super important. But I feel like when you're trying to pick them, it's kind of like tight ends. Even though, even if they're a high prospect, even if they do well in the, um, in college, like it, it, they're tough to predict. Like I just don't like giving a lot of draft capital for corners. I'd rather just try out a bunch in the second round or third round. No. I'm... Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the Patriots—that's kind of how they've they've done things, mm. and it's it's works. They usually have a good secondary. All right, before we go, I just uh, I I want to ask: Is there any? Um, I know you haven't been watching a lot of college football, but are there any players that you had your eyes on to take in the draft for the Patriots? Like, well, sorry, I guess that, that leaves no QBs, but, like, any wide receivers, um, running backs, I'd defensive? I'd like, well, definitely no running backs. Yeah, that, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, no, we're, we're fine on running back. Um, I've already used two first-rounders on running backs that are on the team right now, so there's no, no sense in keeping that up. Uh, line's good. I mean, we, we don't have, like, any tight end help. It's it's Ryan Izzo right now. Do you want uh, so, Kyle Pitts then? I mean, I would I would be happy with that. I think probably where we're picking too. He I would assume he's where I'm assuming we're gonna pick, being like probably like a three to five win team. Uh, I would think that he'd be available to us in the first round. I would like that. Um, you'll you'll get more than three to five wins. Like you'll probably get six or seven. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna sh- I'm shooting on the low end. I have very low expectations for this team, just because they've been so inconsistent. Where they've been in a lot of games close, so like realistically, their record could be much better right now if a few things go differently. But obviously, like it's hindsight, and it doesn't matter. So um, I'm assuming they're gonna keep being in close situations, and if their luck stays the same, they're gonna keep falling short. And I think they're gonna end up picking lower or higher in the draft. I should say. Yeah, I think I don't think y'all are getting a QB. I think you guys are gonna pick Definitely someone not. up. And because I don't, I don't think we're not like we're not the type of team that's gonna stretch and just take one in the first round to take one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we might take one, but it would be like the second or the third round. Yeah, I I a hundred percent agree, and I think there's like if Mac Jones, let's say, like doesn't go in the first round, like if no one like really likes him. Um, and like he's available in the second, then like we, you know, I highly doubt that. he takes them. Like because you you mentioned how uh, Nick Saban uh, talks to Bill Belichick. Yeah. 
Um, Mac Jones doesn't seem like the type of guy he's going to rape about, but I could be wrong. Just using him as an example, just because That's true, like, yeah. it's a lower, lower, like... Yeah, that, lower, never mind. Like, Sorry, I'm overthinking that. Fields or Lawrence, but, um, yeah. I mean, I don't, that kid from BYU, I don't remember his name now, is supposed to be... Zach Wilson. Hearing, yeah, I keep, Zach Wilson. I keep hearing, like, really good things about him. I think so he's going to go top me. 10 now. To be honest. But yeah, I was gonna say I think his hype's been too much, so I don't. I mean, realistically, again, I think technically we're in the top, around the top ten right now where we're picking, at this point in the season. So, um, I mean, I guess he wouldn't be unreasonable, but I just think by the end of the year, if things keep his stock keeps rising, I doubt that we're gonna be, you know, in the mix there. So yeah, and I don't really know about the North Dakota State kid. He he's a big project. He's kind of he's a lot like Jordan Love was last year, where um he has. We don't really need a project to be honest. That's the issue. At that point, we might as well just stick with uh, Jared Stidham and just keep working on him and hope he gets better. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I really think the um, Patriots and this is what I really I think they should do: just look at free agency and pick up pick a QB that. That's cheap and easy. Like Sam Darnold, I mean, he's gonna yeah, get the job I mean, they done. Do the Cam thing like we did. Like you give it a try. You yeah. got you got him for like no money. Obviously, it was working the first couple games, and then it seems like ever since he got COVID, he's been on the on the slide. I don't think that's because of him getting sick. I just think it kind of like that time off. Probably he kind of hit like he lost his momentum almost. But it is what it is. I mean, there'll be a couple options like that again next year. So I think there's going to be a lot. We'll keep, we'll keep rolling the dice on guys like that until and keep, you know, trying to build an offense around them so that when you find your quarterback of the future, they can step into it and really just keep working on the defense to try to, you know, y'all's cap is going to be a lot of money. Supporting. You know, you can afford Dak Prescott if you, if you really want. I mean, we could, I don't, I think uh, just in terms of like, his injury, I just think that we wouldn't be the ones to throw money at him just in case. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You'd, you'd, only, you'd only offer him a one-year deal because you wouldn't be tied down to him if he's not the same player anymore. There's also, you could always, I mean, I don't I don't know per se if this is going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Niners move on from Jimmy G and he goes back to the Patriots. Just so I mean, that would be hilarious because that was like a joke that uh, – when we got rid of him, like the Patriots fans, it was a joke that, you know, oh Brady's gonna play, you know, and then when Garoppolo's, you know, he'll Brady will play until he's old, and then when he steps out, Garoppolo will be done with his his first San Fran contract, and then he'll step in like and come back in free agency right away, like to toss or something, you know, and take back over. It was it was like a dumb thing. So if that actually happens in real life, even though there'd be more of a a gap in between. I mean that would be crazy, but yeah, he's looked really bad. Like he's not. I, you know, he's, he, he was playing. He came back and was playing like hurt, obviously, because he re-injured himself. So clearly, he wasn't a hundred percent. But he's he's just made a lot of bad decisions when I watched him. He wasn't he great last me. year. He he basically had it wide open because Kyle Shanahan. Was, he was fine last year. I mean, it was just. But that's the thing. He was just fine. He wasn't. That was the issue. But he, he missed bad, a lot. But like he, you know, yeah. So. And th- but this year, I feel like when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know if he's just fine. It seems like he's playing bad. Do like, you know who Chris Sims is? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I listen to him sometimes. And his, um, 
I guess he, he has a tattoo and his best friend of uh, Kyle Shanahan, like his initials, I think. And he's like best friends with him. So a lot of what he says doesn't, it doesn't add up, but he is right about his QB, um, uh, like QB opinions. And then he gives a lot of good like 49ers information. Like he kind of says what they're thinking without saying too much because, you know, he's hearing straight from the source. And, he, sure, yeah. and he's mentioned over and over, like, I don't think Kyle Shanahan really loves Jimmy G. I think I think he signed the contract knowing that it's nice that they have a quarterback they, they can rely on, the, the locker room likes, but they want to be able to move on when a better option presents itself. And I, 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 I think, believe it. I mean, they, they really signed him because they traded for him, and it was one of those things was you're making the move and you kind of wanted some sort of stability there. Uh, and he was, you know, good enough to warrant giving some money at the time and taking the risk on. Um, so, I mean, I, I buy it that when this is over, they're not going to want to keep him. Like, I see it. So, I could see him, you know, coming back, I think, maybe with working with McDaniels in New England. Like, maybe they'd be able to fix some things. And his style, like, more you could really use him in that, like, short game style, like, that they had Brady doing where it could really work with him and yeah. cover some of his weaknesses better. Not that he's, I mean, they kind of do that in San Fran is the problem because they have a really good run game and, you know, they're not, but... They have a great run game, their O-line's great, and then they have great weapons. It's just, the thing is, like, Jimmy G... So, I mean, I'm not sure, but I mean, I'm not sure about him, if it would work or not, but I mean, like, just going off of those, like, rotating options for New England, like, Jacoby Brissett is the same thing where he's a guy that was on the team and was, you know, pretty solid and you could just weren't playing him for a few years to get you by and not really care because you know he's not going to be a world beater but you can get the job done like enough at least for probably cheap yeah and and the biggest complaint i heard from people about jimmy g is just that like basically there'll be like a guy wide open and he'll miss him completely or he'll make the wrong read and like throw it and he'll throw it and still the guy will make a catch they'll still get a lot of yards but there was a better option there was a better and that, like, and when you're faced with more pressure, you're faced with a lot tougher decisions, you're not going to, you know, that that mistake will be much more noticeable. So Sure, yeah. I, we'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting next offseason. I think, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that, um, I'm trying to think of who else is on. Is there anyone else that we've missed? Like, Matt Ryan. Dude, like, I don't get why they wouldn't take Matt Ryan if the Falcons won. Well, I think if he's available, I think you definitely, like, I, I think that's honestly one of those things that you almost can't pass up on if you're New England. Because you're, you're... Oh, I don't... I'm not talking about New England. I'm talking about Niners. Think of Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan together. Remember the oh, last time that happened? If he's, if he's available, everyone's going to be wanting him, to be honest, because I, I think it might be a good idea there because they've just have been running over and over again and not having it work and I think he kind of needs to like he obviously is still good and I think they have a lot of defensive issues which is why I don't think that they should move on from him though they should really focus on the defense because obviously the offense you have all the pieces there I know I think the play calling hasn't been great since Kyle Shanahan left but yeah that's just they shouldn't get rid of him but if they do they're so like any team should want him because if you have any semblance of an offense he can step in and he's like that, you know. Do you he think he's be been a, a pro? So like, a yeah, pro- 49ers, Patriots, like, he could go Broncos, like, honestly, anyone, like, could 
take him, and he'll probably be able to step in. Does he look a lot better than he is because of Julio Jones? Because I'm not saying because he looks great, and I never see Julio playing. But like, I don't know. They just it, it's weird because you always that, what Julio. I would make the argument that Julio Jones hurts him because when I watch the Falcons, Matt Ryan always looks really good. Obviously, when he turns it over, it's usually pretty like ah, dude, what are you doing? But I mean, that can happen with a lot of quarterbacks in the league. I feel like part of the problem with him. Hey, hey, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Um, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, this, this, I, I know this is a crappy way to end the podcast, but uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, we're running about an hour. I'll, I'll put it up tonight. Okay. All right, sounds good, man. All right, have a good, good one. talking football. It was, it was, it was really good. We'll, we'll text and stuff, and hopefully both our teams lose tomorrow. Um, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be fantastic? See ya. <laughs> See ya.